0: Hello, friends. Coach Henderson and Josh Bow coming to you for another edition of Mavs Moneyball After Dark. It's Friday night. It is exactly 10 p.m. as we press the record button, at least according to my computer. And the Dallas Mavericks just thumped the Portland Trailblazers 130 to 110. Josh, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I would like to congratulate you on uh, the, this Christian Wood performance. Mm. Um, I think you really need to. Uh, you know, take your due. You, you, you earned this. You deserve this. You put on a lot well, of hard funny. work and it's, you got it's, the results.
0: It's funny because I did this with um, Tim Hardaway Jr. too. Uh, before the Detroit Pistons game, I looked at the fact that he had shot roughly, he played roughly 60 games under Jason Kidd, and he was shooting 32% from three over those 60 games. Like it was not a small sample size. I'm just like, what is going on here? I didn't necessarily say I was out, but I was just like, I'm, to- I'm like, this is ridiculous. And since then, he's been, you know, pretty okay. I mean, he had an, obviously, he had a heater the other night, um, but he's been good. And with Wood, what I said the other night, I was just like, I'm tired of watching him do isolation. I, and I, to be fair, I still am tired of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he played a hell of a game tonight. And, you know, there was this, Jason Kidd came up with this really fucking novel concept. It's like we've we've just got to credit him for this, Josh. He played his two best players together, and he played <laughs> them together a lot. And the Mavericks won by a lot when they were on the floor.
1: They did, boy. That yeah, Christian Wood, Luca Parent looked pretty good. Um, what's funny is Wood has gotten some decent minutes. The I mean, he's the first about game 20- they
0: won with him playing over twenty-eight minutes this season.
1: Right. So, you know, he played a decent amount of minutes uh, with Luka in that Cleveland game. Um, I mean, he started the second half. I think what people were frustrated with was he kind of had it going. And the second half was when they kind of looked respectable and it was the first half when he came off the bench where yeah. the, the game was lost. The game was lost in the first half. So, I, you know, Dwight Powell suffered a thigh contusion, so Christian Wood might have to start by default tomorrow night uh, in Cleveland. But, yeah, I mean – I don't know what else to say. The, the Luca christian Wood pick and roll is awesome. We, I wrote about it two and a half weeks ago that basically when those two are on the floor, they're running teams off the floor. Um, their offense is staggeringly good. The defense isn't amazing, but the offense is so good, it almost doesn't matter. And when it comes to regular season basketball, at least, you know, offense, you can win a lot of games by just out-shooting teams. And that's kind of what we talked about. That's exactly what we talked about after during our maxi injury podcast was this team has to make sure that they're playing their best offensive players together as much as possible because they just, they just lost, you know, one of their defensive anchors and lo and behold, wouldn't Luka play a lot and they score a lot and it looks good. Um, I mean, is there a, is,
0: is a recipe for playoff success? <laughs> Let's just be honest. It's not, it's really not, but you have to make the playoffs and (laughs) again they're they're 29 games through the season and they're playing 500 basketball they have to figure out a way you know to be a like a real playoff team if that's what they want they're gonna have to be five to ten games over 500 it's just like 500 i don't think is gonna cut it for for top six in the west and i consider that playoffs you know like making the plane is something different but if, if that's what they want, the Mavericks are going to have to play better basketball. And tonight was an interesting game because it, it sort of feels like one of these things. You know, we've seen two Portland Trailblazers-Dallas matchups. And this is one of those sort of styles make fights game where they have the number of the Grizzlies, for example. Luca right. really does. And I also feel that Luca has the number of the, the Trailblazers. And that's not, you know, obviously he's an MVP candidate. High score in the league, you could argue that he has the number of every team they play against, but some of the stuff he does against the blazers is gross like and I mean that in a complimentary way like he was mean to like Justice Winslow and some of the other guys that they ended up guarding him and it, it it's just it's it's pretty funny watching these two teams play because the depth of talent that Portland has is really pretty good they have some really good basketball they're a good team now. yeah so and this it's, this it's, is such, this is a quality Victory for the Mavericks.
1: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head about like how this is turning into like Memphis, where this is just the team that the Luka Dodgers air handles. They've won. This is their sixth straight win against Portland. Um, this is dating back to when they won March 2021, and that game was a one. Th- and look at some of these scores, Kirk, in this six-game winning streak. Mavericks win, and these are all Mavs wins: one thirty-two to ninety-two, one thirty-two to 132 to one twelve. 128 to 78, one, and then they played these two games this year. So 117 to 112, 130 to 110. Of course, the Trail tra- Blazers were were a garbage fire last year, uh-huh. um, last season. So I mean, that part makes sense, but I don't know. There's just well, I there's a like...
0: hated plan. I hated playing the Blazers, the Bubble Blazers, where Dorian yeah. just lit. Dorian got lit on fire by Dame Lillard. And I think like the addition of Reggie Bullock has has given it takes you know Dorian still guarded uh, Dame some tonight, but he doesn't have to do like 38 minutes on Dame, and I yeah. think that makes a difference over the course of over the course of things where you can throw different defenders at him in the map. Like, and if you can limit him, you know Dame had Dame had nine of ten free throws in the first quarter and our first half and didn't shoot any in the second. Um, the the same thing for Luca, interestingly enough. He had six to seven, didn't shoot in the inside, in the third quarter, but it, it's 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 a fun little matchup here. They have some, you know, uh, Jeremy Grant played a pretty terrible game after he was pretty important for them last last time in twenty one minutes. He was a negative twenty nine, which is impressive. And Christian Wood, for example, just destroyed Yusuf Nurkic, who didn't play at all in the last game. Yeah. Um, and, and he's a, tra- a more traditional big, and they just pick and popped him to death. He somehow he somehow ended only a negative three, which is interesting. Um, but it, you know, it was, it was just one of those nice games that the Mavericks, I wasn't expecting them to have, to be quite honest, because Mm -hmm. they looked so bad against Cleveland. The body language from everyone was just atrocious. You get this maxi news, which, you know, to to you and I discussed this last night that we think that the Mavericks knew about the maxi news and they're just, they were kind of primed to be able to, to have a built-in excuse to go on, on a small collapse. And that didn't happen. Which is, you know, I'm I'm pretty pleased with that. Um yeah. And we will we will see kind of uh what's next.
1: Yeah, you want uh Luca has played Portland fourteen times in those fourteen games. I don't think this is including tonight, but in those fourteen games, he's averaging thirty and a half points, nine rebounds, eight assists, shooting good. shooting fifty percent from the floor, forty-one percent from three uh this that's e- it's easily one of his best matchups especially for a western conference team i think well the only other team he scores more against than western conference is the la clippers uh for obvious reasons right, right um but like you look at portland and like they have a good roster but it's like they have a good roster for every team that's not the mavericks because they just mm-hmm. they don't have a ton of three and d wings like well, simons if they, if they, they, they don't do have a rim that- protector
0: they have to throw Jeremy Grant, Hart, Justice Winslow at Luca, which sort of grinds out elements because like Grant is a pretty important part of their offense. Right. Um, as a release <clears> valve. <throat> and if they're and if they're having to basically throw people at the meat grinder that is Luka Doncic, it limits them. And we've we've seen that two games in a row now. Right.
1: And, you know, Nurkic isn't doing anything at the rim against a guy like Luca. He likes to drop too. I mean it's just it's just like it's like the Memphis matchup they just they just have their number it's just a really good matchup it's a good personnel matchup uh, especially with Wood like being able to pick and pop i mean we saw that against Jared Allen Wednesday even with the bad loss like he still kind of pick and pop Jared Allen to death he was 4 of 7 from 3 so i mean this can work he was only 2 of 7 from 3 but he he did a pretty good job mixing up his his pops and rolls uh, and it was yeah, just a really good offensive performance. I mean, they. I mean, you know, another one of those games where Mavs role players hit their threes, they win. You know, like uh, Dinwiddie hit three threes. That you say
0: that because <laughs> I feel like, and I'm looking at the box score. The box score must be lying to me. I feel like Dorian Finney-Smith missed a thousand threes that game. Was it just that second quarter? It was just that was...
1: second quarter where he took like three in a row. <laughs>
0: all terrible but you're right man the the most surprising box score here has to be timmy hardaway who took 10 field goals but only three of them were three point or three point shots um he had a thunderous dunk off an an inadvertent pass that he kind of picked off um speaking of thunderous dunks this is like we probably should have talked about this more Luca made probably his best dunk in a win of his career maybe i can't really think of like he had that really cool dunk his rookie year against um, the Nuggets that should have been like a game winning dunk, only the Mavericks couldn't play defense. And there's been a couple of other like in game ones, but damn, that was that was incredible. But yeah, that was a great dunk. Hardaway had that thing, Wood had some man. good play. This was this was Hard- just a-
1: hardaway took seven two pointers and only three mm-hmm. three pointers. Yeah, man, Portland Portland's gonna have to do some. Some self reflection about their defensive effort tonight. Yeah. I mean, Uh,
0: I've not looked at their schedule, but it it makes me wonder if they're just kind of. That's their thing,
1: though, is defense. Like, that's kind of been their bugaboo, the the Lillard era, because they had Lillard and
0: McCollum, and those
1: were two bad defensive guards in your starting lineup. Now they have Lillard and Simons, who it's kind of like repeating the same thing over again. It's like they kind of go as far as their defense will take them because their offense is always pretty consistent but yeah the Mavericks just really exploited that I mean I don't think man Tim Tim shooting well from two like I I don't I I'm sorry to look this up in the middle of the podcast but he's been really bad from two this season which you know coming off the broken foot like that was concerning like it's like did he lose something from the injury okay he entered tonight shooting 37 percent on two-pointers that is (laughs) that's really bad Uh, that's horrific um so for him to uh i think what he was so he was five of seven on two pointers he's only taking three and a half so he's he's shooting a career low from two uh second crew second lowest in his career from two uh in terms of attempts obviously career low in percentage so you know that's that was a concern coming off the injury with the foot like did he lose a level of athleticism you know he's nearing 30 coming off a bad foot injury um, what's he going to look like? And, you know, it hadn't been too good at least inside the arc. So good for, you know, this is this, is this a sign that he's getting a little healthier, getting back into better shape? Who knows? Maybe Portland just played really bad defense, but
0: it was still good to see. He's such a funny guy because it's like when he sees the ball go through the rim, it feels like it changes how he plays almost entirely where it's like, reminds uh, this is a terrible comparison that's the first one that comes to mind the old the boston celtics when they had like kg and paul pierce they always used to work to get kendrick perkins like an, an easy shot just to get him engaged early where it, it if timmy gets a shot to go down early it changes the pace of his game where he
1: started three of three
0: yeah and if, when he misses shots they're real i mean they just, they need him to make shots i mean we're the Yeah, it's this is this is more of a statement than it is a a bitchy complaint. But we're the Mavericks are not in a discernibly different position than they were two years ago against the the Clippers. Right now, with the team that they have, where it's like they just need guys to make shots.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Timmy is such a he's such a snowball player, isn't he? Both like Mm -hmm. in good and bad ways. Like it just it starts rolling down the hill, and it's it's gonna keep rolling down that hill. Hopefully, it's a good, uh, good hill or a bad hill. You don't know which one until the game starts, it feels like, but yeah, um, you're right. This does kind of feel a little bit like the 2019 2020 team in spurts because that was before you know they really gave the reins to Brunson, so it really did feel like it was like, all right, Luca, you know, just create all the offense for all of these guys and let's see how far we can go. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. again, we don't, you know, this is why we talked about during the Maxi podcast, like. Are the Mavericks going to have to consider like, looking at reality and looking at where this team is and start making moves for the future, not just for this season? Tim Cato basically wrote a column with that as his thesis uh, I need to read before this I game. Today. Oh, before yeah. the game. I, did, I missed that. Before, before this game. I, I think it. it was after the Cleveland game, but before this game. and like, This is the kind of game where it's like they can't. the only way they could reasonably do that is if they just flat out traded a bunch of guys because like luca's too good like there's some people i've seen that are like man if they don't make them if they don't make a move or something they're gonna be like eight games under 500 it's like guys like you don't you don't get that far under 500 with luca unless there's an injury or you know something catastrophic has happened like i'm not gonna you know blow smoke up your ass and say that they're all you know at the end of december they're gonna be like five games up or like that they're gonna be a 51 team again but they're not gonna you know Five hundred around this area is probably as low as they can go if they're healthy. Because Luke, I mean, guys, Luke is good. Like and he like, has to come engaged to, every night. <laughs> yeah, he has to be. He was. This was good response from. I mean, he's always good at responses. Like he's really good at following up the bad performances with authority. And like you could tell from the from the moment this game started, it was it was a different feeling than that Cleveland game. So you know, he's twenty three. He has to work on that. Uh like that's probably the ne like we keep talking about like what's next for Luca. And I think on the floor, I, I don't know what's next. Like, you know, f- consistent free throws, consistent three-point shooter, but the biggest step is just gonna be maturity and he's 23 and he's got time. Uh, and that's probably where he takes the next step is when we can avoid, you know, those games like the Cleveland game where he just was just totally not into it for the first twenty-four minutes. Uh, but thankfully he was into it for this entire game, and I don't think he played the fourth quarter. Well, so that's
0: great. There's a couple of things that I'm looking at that I don't think are sustainable, just thinking, looking ahead. They got 28 really good minutes out of Frank Nilikina. Um, he made he had hit five shots this <laughs> season. He hit three shots tonight. Um Frank is we said this last night, like both of us agreed that we don't really think Frank is an NBA player. I still don't think Frank is an NBA player. I think that they will continue to roll him out there due to lack of options. Um, He's obviously a very different player than Jaden Hardy, but if the rotation is going to get trimmed in some kind of weird ways, I would just rather see the young guy. That's where I'm at. I I didn't like it. I didn't like people calling for it when the Mavericks have an eight, nine person rotation. But if Green's going to miss some more time, uh, if Dwight Powell's going to miss some time, which I wouldn't shock me. That looked like a painful thigh contusion. Um, Maxie's going to miss time. You know, you're just talking about stealing minutes right now. And I, I'm not – I think people are being kind of preposterous with their Hardy expectations, but that's okay. You're allowed to be excited. But I would still rather see him play. And 28 yeah. for Frank in a game where they were up by like 30 points. Like, we got to get Hardy in the game. They have, a, they have another game tomorrow night like what yeah you no, know, i don't know this is th- we're at the picking yeah. stage of a blowout so i'm not right. too married to this
1: and um, also nat frank is gonna go away when green comes back i mean if you look at his
0: uh, green
1: is green has missed the last four games and look at frank's box score and he's played the last four games and before that he he didn't okay play, so okay then i then mean I'm, then I'm, I'm,
0: I'm i'm not like i said i'm not willing to die on the hill i just i don't know i know i know it, it when it got like to 30 midway through you know? the third
1: quarter, you're like, they could probably sneak him in,
0: you know. Yeah. He's not going to do any harm because it's like it's not like like Frank's a plus player. He has been two games in a row, but Frank, if they use him as a three and D wing, I like Frank. If they use him where he dribbles, I do not like Frank. That's it's <laughs> the simple distinction.
1: I know. If you want to know where the Trivillege's defense was at tonight, uh, they let Frank dribble from the three point line to the rim and get off a of- clean, uncontested layup. So, uh, there are some issues, I think. I mean, uh, I don't follow Portland too closely, but from what I've seen from their reporters or writers or podcasters, it's like, is the defense engaged? Okay, they look great. Is it mm-hmm. not? Oh, they look like the team. That's they have some the fun guy. players, dude. That right. Shaden oh, Sharp guy, good gracious. Oh, yeah. He's fun. That's an He's athlete. Yeah, for sure. So, oh. I mean, before we go, because I can tell we're probably getting we're rounding down, but Portland, last six games, last two weeks, they played six games, five and on one record, twelve point three net rating, which is the second best net rating in the league over the That's last two, two weeks. Like they were basically the hottest team in the NBA for the most part, and the Mavs just skunked them. So Yeah. It really
0: saw, yeah. It, it was it was brutal.
1: Yeah, it wasn't fluky. This was I don't think this was a fluky game, uh in terms of just like the Mavericks played better than the, the Trailblazers hundred percent.
0: Well, you're right. We should clear it up. The Mavericks play the Cavaliers tomorrow night. Um, they won't get mad again if they lose, and they're back yeah. to 500. And the carousel. I mean, starts the Cavs all over. Are, <laughs> I've been thinking about that game, and like the Cavs are just kind of the like they're they're it's just it's again it's just it's a styles make fights game. I mean, the Cavs won tonight with you know we thought Donovan Mitchell was a hot shooter against us. Donovan hit eight of 15 threes. Oof. He is just he is just on a heater. I don't have access to this. I mentioned this on, on the, the night we recorded though earlier in the season he was hitting off the dribble threes at a, at a statistically significant higher clip than Steph Curry. We're talking like 48% from three is what I saw. This is only after like 10 or 12 games, so I have no idea what it is now. But he's just he's on one and you gotta send bodies at the guy. And I, you know, I don't really know if the Mavericks have bodies to send at him. So this this tomorrow night might not be a very fun time, but it is what it is.
1: Right. I mean, if you want, I can. I've got his pull-up number for this season. Uh, he's shooting forty-six point four percent on pull-up threes.
0: That's preposterous. That's not a number.
1: <laughs> he's taking uh, five and a half of them per game, too. So. Damn
0: that's at, that's the actual number because you yeah. do that over thirty games. That means he's almost hitting half through a hundred and fifty attempts. Yeah, he's that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Again, just to just to give you a comparison point, Tim Hardaway is shooting thirty seven percent on twos. So,
1: geez, <laughs> that's a good that's some good here? perspective.
0: I mean, you you got to respect it, Mike.
1: yeah. Man, Rudy Gobert, man, what's is he the curse? All right, now we're getting into like we're way past talking about the mess.
0: Well, we're gonna have fun tomorrow. Well, uh, we'll have fun on the live okay. show. We'll see. We'll we'll come back on here tomorrow night. Keep it a little bit short. We're. We're just we're in the muck a little bit earlier than I thought I would be, but injuries injuries will do that. And I don't know, maybe they can figure something out. I I really felt last night was kind of a like, you know, there's there's being negative and then there's being worried. And last night was a worried sensation for me that hasn't left. But you know what? You got to enjoy these wins as you get them. For sure, hundred percent agree. Kirk Henderson, Josh Bowe, we'll be back tomorrow night. Thanks so much for spending part of your day with us. Have a great Saturday.